0: Hey, welcome back to Real Talk. She's Mikkel, I'm Brad. The first thing we got to talk about is gas prices. Oh. I just filled up my car, $75. I don't even look.
1: It hurts. It <laughs> Do hurts you even look. look? Yeah. Like, I I, I don't watch. even look at the sign on the way in cuz I know it'll just It's,
0: it's a not lot. Really good. Everywhere you go is a lot. It it doesn't matter. There's 10 cents cheaper one place or whatever. It's not going to save you that
1: much. At this point it doesn't make a difference.
0: Now let me ask you this. Do you wait till your tank gets totally empty? Or are you like, do you wait till the light comes on or do you like go get it filled like when it's below half?
1: My father taught me to go before it was below half and in the last year and a half, I don't, I'm another person. Like not looking at the gas signs. I don't look at my gas tank at all and the light comes on all the time. No and then
0: when the light comes on, do you switch it so that it tells you how many miles yes, you have of left? of course. Yes. And how low have you gone?
1: Sometimes I get an- another day and a half out of it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. You'll take it down I, to, it like, to like 10 miles though. left?
1: Uh, I Yeah. I've gotten to like a three or four. Once. Once. Three or four wow. miles. Wow. I mean, I'm not going too far. I know oh, where I that am. that would
0: be stressful for me. <laughs> All right, that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about because we're listening to the internet and we're answering their questions, right? And I'm going to use gentler terms than the internet uses. Okay. (laughs) The internet would like to know why are Christians so mean? Like, why are Christians jerks?
1: And unfortunately, it's true, right? I mean,
0: the internet uses other words, just so you know.
1: (laughs) I mean, I think it's fair to say we are all arrogant and self-righteous and. Super judgmental at times.
0: Yeah. So I think of this quote, I think it was Gandhi that said, I like your Christ. I don't like your Christians. Yeah, your Christians look nothing like Christ. Yeah. And you go, oh, yeah, that's probably true.
1: Yeah. And I mean, let's throw out the disclaimer that we are all a work in progress just because we're believers. We oh, don't yeah, profess yeah. to be perfect. And yeah. so we are going to be simple and why screw are, up. Why
0: are Christians jerks? Because all people are jerks. Yeah. Is, and Yeah.
1: And still, I don't think that we actually behave that way sometimes, that we are still screw-ups and messy and walk around instead like we're a bunch of know-it-alls.
0: Yeah, and it's interesting because I think it has caused people a lot of hurt, how honestly mean Christians have been to them. So people have left the church because Christians have hurt them. And let me give you another category. People have left the church because... Um, they didn't want to hear truth, mm-hmm. right? So, like, let's parse this a little bit. Like, the gospel of Jesus Christ is offensive because it says that he's king and we are not, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like sure. the message of Christ is divides people. I mean, the Bible says that. The Bible itself is sharper than any two-edged sword, right? It, it separates bone and marrow. So the message of the gospel is...
1: Sometimes hard to hear.
0: Hard to hear. But I want to go to this other category of... It's not the message, it's the people
1: mm-hmm. supposedly
0: carrying the message that hurt mm-hmm. that hurt people. Like go, why?
1: Yeah, because, I mean, even in our own Christian bubble, we behave this way. Like you said, some people leave the church because yeah. of it. I mean, talking to a friend just this week where she's struggling over making a decision, a parenting decision, and really wanted to go with her gut where she felt like she could allow her child to do this particular thing because that child showed maturity, and yet in the same breath was afraid to do it because of what her super-Christian friends might think. So, I mean, how messed up is that? that, Oh,
0: yeah.
1: I mean, even the term that she used, like super-Christian friends. Like, she's a Christian, but, like, we don't measure up to certain degree. So like even within our own circles, we're judging people right. in in their level of how they're living out Christianity or living up to the Bible.
0: So, so there's like Christian on non-Christian jerkiness.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: there's even Christian on Christian. Yeah. Violence jerkiness. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting.
1: Yeah, and there's countless examples throughout the Bible of how Jesus engaged with people who were not making godly choices, and yet we fail to focus on that. We focus on what the Bible says is right and what the Bible says is true and how you're not living up to that, and I'm right and you're wrong, mm-hmm. but that it sounds nothing like how Jesus engaged with these people.
0: Right.
1: Like, he, he yeah. didn't shy away from the truth, but. Oh, right. The way he presented it was full of love and grace and mercy. And you could hear that he actually cared about the people that he was talking about. And I think that is where the miss is that we often don't show in our presentation of the truth, that we actually care about the people that we're talking to. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah so Bible says Jesus came full of grace and full of truth. Right. There was So a he, wasn't <laughs> he wasn't shying away. He wasn't afraid to, you know, he told people, go and sin no more. He didn't condone sin. But yeah, he actually, like, he's magnetic in this way. He draws people towards him in the relationship. People that are not living a lifestyle that would have been approved by the things that Jesus taught, but they still came to him.
1: Yeah, they didn't feel shamed by him. They didn't feel judged by him. They were drawn to him. They wanted more of what he said. And I feel like we instead get on these social media soapboxes and there's nothing relational <laughs> about yeah. that. Yeah. It's, it feels like we are here to make a point, and we don't care who gets in the way of that point.
0: Oh, that's a good way of saying it. Yeah, I mean, in the last, say, decade or so, you look at um, the political landscape, and Christians out there, big names, Christians out there that are well-known people, and they'll make these political statements that come with shame and come with judgment, and they're spoken as if it's the word of God, Mm -hmm. right? Like, this is the only way a Christian can think. And if you don't, you might not even be a Christian, right? Like, you have to align with this. And if you're not aligned with this, you're a heathen and God has no room for you. And it's like, it's spoken as if it's ordained by God. And you wonder why people think we're jerks.
1: Which sounds dangerously close to the religious leaders in the Bible when yeah. dealing with Jesus, yeah, 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 right? Like his performing miracles on the Sabbath day, like that didn't fit in their box of what they thought was right and true. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's like, who who are we reflecting more in these situations? Are we reflecting more in the way that Jesus engaged with people, that he was actively seeking their hearts, or do we sound more like the religious leaders that build no relationship and act out of fear Mm -hmm. and judgment?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I go back to something you said earlier, because I think you're right, like, we're all sinners, and we're all still in process, and so it's like, I'm not lobbying um, accusations at any Christian leaders going, You're a jerk. Like, I'm a jerk, right? Like, we're all in this this process. And at the level that we've experienced grace ourselves, we tend to extend grace to Mm -hmm. other people, right? Hopefully. I do think, I hear this sometimes. I hear people go, You know, I love Jesus, but I hate Christians. Or I love Jesus, but I hate the church. It makes me sad. I also think we have to be a little careful with that because the Bible says that the church is the bride of Christ, right? And so it's like, can't really um, if separate some, the two. Yeah. If someone said, hey, Brad, I really like you, but I hate your wife, like, that's not going to work with me. You know, I'm? I'm not going to be like, oh, that's, that's cool. At least you like me. It doesn't work like that. So I think we have to be a little careful when we go, oh, I hate Christians. I love Jesus, but I hate Christians. Ah, I'm not sure it works that way.
1: Yeah, and in that, there's no acknowledgment that we are still sinners and we are going to screw up. So there's no grace in that, that we are going to be jerks because we aren't Jesus Yeah, and yet it's still ref- a reflection of how we are screwing up that they do feel that way yeah and so the, i mean i think we have to take ownership in the fact that absolutely we are called to speak the truth and share that with others but there's definitely still ownership that there's a way of doing it that shows grace and shows love and shows genuine genuine concern for the person's heart
0: so I think, like practical, so I think we would both agree that the way to point out something, some truth in someone's life is not on social media, right? That doesn't tend to work.
1: Nothing relational Relational about that. Why can't I say that cool. word today? I'm uh, struggling <laughs> with that one.
0: So say, like, okay, Macau. let's say, cause I, you, I assume, want people to be graceful with you and I think you want people to speak truth in your life, right, so if like, you go, okay, Brad, your friend, sees something in your life that it's like you're you're not seeing some sin. You're kind of blind to something. You're on some trajectory that I'm worried about. Like, I don't want to be judgmental. I don't want to be a jerk, right? I don't want to fall into that camp of, of sort of lording anything over you, but I see this. So how do I communicate that to you?
1: Yeah, and I think hopefully we all want truth speakers in our life, people who aren't afraid to hold up the mirror. Mm-hmm. But I think... Even the way you just said that to me right now, I heard your heart in that. I heard your concern for me. I didn't hear, that didn't sound judgmental. That didn't sound like you're here and I'm here. It showed genuine concern for a decision I'm making that you see is taking me down the wrong path. And so I think there is, again, just looking at how Jesus spoke to people, building a relationship with that person before you hold up that mirror. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, relationship, right? Yeah. So is that like, is that the solution to Christians not being in this camp of judgmental jerks? Like, is it relationship? Turn off the TV, turn off social media for a while and like go talk to your neighbor.
1: And I think not letting the world set the tone for you and how you deliver truths. Like if it's the news that's getting you fired up, if it's looking at other people's social media posts that is firing you up, and then that's where you then turn to in that fired up mode yeah. to show someone truth, like that's probably your, instead of going to Jesus to, to, talk, to figure out how you talk to someone and show them the truth as opposed to letting the outside world filter your words, like
0: that's you're gonna good. hear a difference relationship with Jesus Mm -hmm. and with other people good and don't be a jerk Mm -hmm. good hey cameraman Pablo how much does it cost to fill up your tank of gas oh yeah electric vehicle that's cute (laughs) see you next time on Real Talk